welcome to the Lessons for Living television program. My name is Bill Santos. Thank you so much for watching. Did you know that there are more than 31,000 verses in the Bible? Well, that works out to about 26 verses per chapter. The shortest is found in John 11:35, Jesus wept. The longest is believed to be Esther chapter 8 and verse 9. Well, on today's program, we're beginning a new series where we're going to take a closer look at some of the most popular verses in the Bible and study them in the context in which they appear. And I believe as we do that, we're going to find out why these verses are so popular and, and how they apply to our lives. Now, what we might discover is that some of these verses don't mean what you think they mean. Or we may discover that these verses mean a lot more than we think they mean. You see, quite often these popular verses are just that. They're verses. They're not read in the light of the passage in which they appear. And this can lead to a misunderstanding about the true meaning of the verse. Now, I pray that this series is going to give us a lot of food for thought about the meaning of these popular verses. Well, today, the one I begin with is Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13. Here's what it says. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Now, how many of you have heard this verse before? And maybe this verse is one of your favorites. We see this verse connected a lot with athletics and with sports. Now, I remember a while back, I saw a poster that showed a sprinter, you know, stretching across the finish line, and, and below the sprinter was Philippians 4.13. Now, that's not bad, but the verse means so much more than that. There is a depth of meaning in this verse that could change your life. Seen in its larger context, this verse is even more powerful than what we might think. Now, I also believe all of us want this verse to be true. I think all of us, well, we want strength for a living. All of us want to feel empowered in life. Now, I know many of you watching right now are worn out, burned out, and about to pass out. A little bit of strength, well, that would be good, right? So, maybe you're watching today and you're just exhausted by life. Maybe you have a tough decision to make, and you don't know if you have the strength to make it. Perhaps you have so many things on your plate that you would just a love and escape button. You want off the train. The pressures of work, family, business, and life, they have you at your wit's end. And as they say, you know, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. It seems to me, it seems pretty clear from the verse today that we find strength that we need in Christ. Now, for some of us, that's not a difficult concept to understand because 
Christ is our rock. He's our redeemer. But notice the verse expresses that Paul had found strength in Christ. He doesn't say, you will find your strength in Christ to do all things. Now, I'm sure Paul believed that, but he was giving a testimony here. He was testifying that he had found all the strength he needed in Christ. So the question is, how can we find that strength? How can we go about our day-to-day lives in the strength of Christ? You know, in the boardroom, in the waiting room, and in the emergency room. If we're honest, there are days when we don't really feel that strong. We've prayed, we've been to church, we may have even read our Bible daily, but, but the strength is not there. So we go on vacations, we read self-help books, we listen to Oprah, and the strength we need is still not there. Why is that? How can we get that strength that we so desperately need? Wouldn't you love to have Paul's confidence? Wouldn't you love to feel the strength of Christ like Paul, to face life with power and wisdom and, and confidence, to experience strength that is beyond us. I think that this is one of the reasons why this is such a popular verse. It expresses a deep hope and desire to find strength. We like the verse because we hope for strength. We yearn for it. We long for it. But many of us never actually experience it. Well, today I'm going to share with you how you can find that strength in Christ that you need to do all things. I'm going to share with you how you can tap into the power of Christ and have the same confidence as Paul. Now, it's not that I have some secret knowledge or some in-depth understanding. Now, some people think pastors do. They, they'll come to me and they'll say, you know, pray for me. I know you have a good connection to God. Well, everyone has that connection. Now, we believe in the priesthood of all believers. That is what the Protestant Reformation was all about. You have a connection with Christ too. You can pray to Him anytime you want. He hears you the same way He hears me. So no, I don't have some special knowledge. I've simply studied and prayed over this verse and, and read the verses that come before it. You see, that's the key. Most people just read this verse alone and, and it's out of context. And they think, okay, Christ gives me strength too. In fact, if I took a poll of how many people know Philippians 4.12... I mean, most people wouldn't know it. But you can't understand Philippians 4.13 unless you understand Philippians 4.12 and 4.11 and 4.10. We must see this popular verse in light of its context. It's then and only then that we can discover how to have what Paul had, that strength in Christ to do all things. So 
If you want that strength today, well, let's take a closer look at the verses that come before this very popular verse. Now, most scholars believe that Paul was in a Roman prison when he wrote the letter to the Philippians. He founded it. He loved the people and they loved him. Paul had a special relationship with them. And Philippians 4.13 appears as Paul is wrapping up the letter. He's thanking the Philippians for sending him a gift, probably money to help his ministry. Paul had good etiquette. He knew it was important to send a thank you note. So let's take a look at Philippians chapter 4. Let's go to verse 10. I was glad in the Lord because now at last you have shown concern for me again. Of course, you were always concerned, but had no way to show it. You see, Paul here is expressing how happy he was to receive their gift to help his ministry. As Paul was preaching the gospel everywhere, Paul's friends, his special friends, would mail a gift to help him. And, and this would warm Paul's heart. It really was the only way they could show Paul that they loved him and, and believed in what he was doing. This made Paul very happy. But Paul was very to very quick to point out something important to the Philippians in verse 11. I'm not saying this because I need anything, for I have learned how to be content in any circumstance. You see, Paul here is quick to tell his special friends that he wasn't thankful and happy because he was desperate and in great need for the money. He was happy for the love and the kindness behind the gift. He appreciated the thought that was behind the gift. And then Paul expresses something that is the beginning of the understanding of the power of Philippians 4.13. He says, I have learned how to be content in any circumstance. You see, this is Paul's wisdom shining through. Paul was an older man by the time he wrote these words. He had been through his series of life's battles. He had survived countless bouts of persecution. He sat in a Roman cell awaiting death at any moment. He knew what was most important in life. He knew what counted. Life and faith had taught him to be self-sufficient regardless of his circumstances. That's what content means, to be self-sufficient. He didn't rely on the circumstances of life to determine his happiness because he knew well, circumstances, well, they're always changing. Now, most of us, we tend to be the opposite. We're only happy and self-sufficient when circumstances are just how we want them. I mean, we feel good when life lines up just like we wanted. We put ourselves at the mercy of our circumstances. But Paul didn't. Paul continues, Philippians 4, verse 12. I know the experience of being in need and of having more than enough. I have learned the secret to being content 
in any and every circumstance, whether full or hungry, or whether having plenty or being poor. You see, Paul here is basically saying, been there, done that. I have faced sad and desperate times. I have faced wonderful and glorious times. And each one has something to teach us. I have lived life. I have been through it. I know what I'm talking about. In essence, Paul was confessing that when he was young, he made the mistake of relying on circumstances for happiness and contentment. But then, then he realized that life is a series of ups and downs. If you rely on circumstances, well, then you're going to be disappointed. So then Paul throws in a phrase that blows my mind. We don't find anything like it anywhere in Scripture. It's, it's amazing. He says, I have learned the secret to being content in any and every circumstance, whether full or hungry, whether having plenty or being poor. Now, how about that? Paul said he had learned the secret of being content, no matter what life threw at him. Whether he was hungry in a prison cell or, or comfortable in his bed with a full stomach, he knew the secret, the secret to being content. Now, I don't know about you, but I want that secret. Does it seem like a secret? Everywhere you look, Folks are unhappy. They have everything they want. And they're still not happy or content. Everywhere you look, folks are relying on circumstances to bring them strength and contentment. And it always disappoints. Does, it does seem like a secret to me. Maybe the secret has eluded you. Maybe you would love to know that secret. You want the secret that Paul learned? You really want the secret? Well, the truth of the secret is found in Philippians 4.13. Paul revealed it in this verse. He wasn't trying to keep it hidden. The problem is we just miss it. Here is the verse again. See if you can spot the secret. Verse 13. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. You see, we always focus on the wrong word in this verse. That's why we miss the secret. Whenever we read this verse, most of us underline in our minds the word strength. It's an important word. But it is the byproduct of what I believe is the most important word in the verse. It is only two letters, but it leads us to the secret. The word is do. I can do all things through Christ, the one who gives me strength. Paul's secret to strength and contentment lied in learning to focus on what he was supposed to to do, not what he felt he should have. It was not the money, the things, 
the power, the gifts, the prestige that spurred him on. It was his relationship with Christ and what Christ had called Paul to do. Paul detached himself from the non-essentials of life so he could focus on what really mattered for eternity. So in a nutshell, what is the secret to finding contentment and strength for living? Let go of what you should have and grab hold of what you should do. You see, it's all about have versus do. That's always our struggle in life and faith. That's where we get tripped up. We have it backwards. We think once we have what we want, we will be free to do what needs to be done. But you will never have all that you want. But you will always have the strength to do what Christ calls you to do no matter your circumstances. Now, many of us, we don't have the strength we need because of where we put our energy. Now, truth be told, we often put our energy in what we should have. And that will always suck the strength, the joy, and the power right out of us. For much of the world, this verse is changed to, I can do all things through money that will strengthen me, but I need more of it. Or, I can do all things through the right relationship that will strengthen me, but the good ones all seem to be taken. Or, I can do all things through that position that will strengthen me and my self-esteem, but I'm not the boss yet. Now, maybe that's the story of your life. If it is, have you found the strength you need? I'm betting not. Perhaps all you have to show for your pursuit of contentment and strength is a depleted soul and a discouraged spirit. You want power? Change your perspective. Do what Paul did. Take your mind and heart off of the non-essentials and focus on the eternal. Let go of what you should have and grab hold of what you should do. Get to work on following Jesus in the world and everything else will take care of itself. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. So many think that this verse is about superhuman power. I can do all things, like I'm going to swim the English Channel, or I'm going to win a green jacket. For Paul, all things meant all the work and, and the ministry that Christ had called him to do. Paul didn't say, I can have all things through Christ who strengthens me. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It was about Christ giving Paul all the strength he needed 
to do what Christ had called him to do. When we don't have strength and contentment, it's not because Christ is absent. Christ is there. He's alive and well. We don't have strength and contentment because we don't make room for Christ and what he has called us to do. We spend our time, our energy, on the non-essentials of life. We will have when we do. You want fulfillment in your life? Give a cup of water to someone in Jesus' name. You want meaning in your life? Talk to another person about your relationship with Jesus Christ. You want purpose in your life? Tell God you will do anything for Him and watch your life transform. You will be so busy and so alive, you won't care anymore about getting everything you want because you will have found the secret to contentment. You know, when I read Philippians 4.13, I hear a challenge. Bill, get busy living for Christ or get busy dying in trivial pursuits. I choose Christ. Which do you choose? Let's pray. Gracious God, loving Heavenly Father, thank you for your love and your mercy, the kindness that you just pour out on us as undeserving as we are. Father, I just pray that you give us the strength to do that which you have called us to do. Give us the awareness to understand what it is you have called us to do. And may we believe the promise that when we get about doing what you have asked us to do, you will provide us with the strength, regardless of the circumstances. Bless each and every viewer, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I hope that verse has uh, new meaning to you and has provided you with some food for thought. We've come to that point in our program where we have our special offer. If you're a regular viewer, you know we do this each and every week. If you're brand new watching us, then let me just share with you very quickly that each week we have a special gift. It's a resource, generally a book, a magazine that can help you better understand what it is Christ wants you to do because he has promised to give you the strength to do it. And so today we have this special book called Christ Object Lessons. It is a wonderful book that goes through the parables of Jesus. You know how Jesus would love to teach in parables. I, I love this book and uh, we want to send it to you. For those that are brand new, this will come in the mail, postage paid, no obligation whatsoever on your part. So if you're interested in requesting this book, pay close attention to the information we're about to provide you. To receive today's free offer, you can log on to the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. That's the Lessons for Living television website, www.l4ltv.com. 
www.l4ltv.com. You can also write us at Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. And we would be happy to send the offer out to you. That's Post Office Box 27030, Simcoe Conlon Post Office, Oshawa, Ontario, L1G 0A3. If you live in Canada, this offer will be sent out to you free and postage paid. For viewers living outside of Canada, shipping charges will apply. If you wish, you could order this offer by calling our 1-800 number and speaking with one of our volunteers at 1-800-972-0337. 1-800-972-0337. Operators are standing by now. While on our website, you can leave a prayer request and if impressed to do so, donate to help keep this ministry on the air. Thank you for your support. Well, we've come to the end of another program. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the calls and the emails, the prayers and the words of encouragement. So just before we go, like we do every week, just want to remind you of a few things. Let's start with the website, l4ltv.com. Um, it's a great way to get your friends and family interested in this program because on the website, all of our previous programs are there. The current program is there. They can request the free offer from the website. They can find out where I'll be appearing live if you ever want to come out to one of the events, live events that we're doing. Uh, I have uh, an area there called Archived Sermons where different messages that I've taped around the country uh, dealing with particular subjects that folks have asked me about, like what happens to us when we die? Why do bad things happen to good people? And biblical answers to that, I think you'll, I think you'll find those very interesting. We also have a Donate Today tab, and, and, and many of you have gone to that, and we appreciate that. You can make a donation by Interact uh, Debit, uh, by credit card. You can mail us a check. We are a charitable organization, so you will be getting a official receipt for income tax purposes because we are a registered charity uh, here in Canada. And so consider that if you feel so moved by the Holy Spirit to do that. What else? Well, we have our Instagram, right? You can follow me on Instagram, Santos underscore Bill. Every morning, right, for over a year now, we've been, we put out a one minute devotional video. It's just one minute and it's a great way to start your day and be focused on things of God. So follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. You can visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash L4Ltelevision. Uh, all of the programs are on there. Those one-minute devotional videos are there. Like us, and this way you will be notified when we add new content to our Facebook page. Also, I want to, and I keep reminding you of this, that we have a part of our ministry that does overseas humanitarian work. We go to Paraguay, we go to the Philippines, we have a building project, we have medical and dental services we provide free of charge, we provide clothing to the children, and we feed children. If that's something you'd like to be a part of or contribute to or come out on one of our upcoming trips, visit the website missionnowcanada.com. And there you'll have all of the information about any of the upcoming trips. And why not think about joining us? Well, they're telling me we are out of time. 
I'm so glad we had the opportunity to do this. I will be praying that next time you're with us here also. And why not invite a friend? God bless you. We'll see you back here again real soon. Thank you.